Hey there. Like this show and want to create one similar? Let me tell you about Anchor. First of all, it's free. Uh, One of the main things that I love about Anchor, but that's not all. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. How awesome is that? Now, you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world has never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Welcome to The Kidney Connection, a weekly show about dialysis wellness, kidney health, and how to make holistic choices that can lead us to the healthiest possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Ebony G, a registered nurse in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information and free resources to help you get started, please visit our website, www.lwapllc.com. I really hope you enjoy listening to this show, but just a reminder, this show is not a substitution for medical diagnosis and treatment. Would you like to help communities recover from the opioid epidemic? If you said yes, and you are a behavioral health professional or paraprofessional, then I have great news for you. Receive up to $250,000 in student loan repayment in exchange for service in a community disproportionately affected by the opioid crisis. Learn more and apply to join STAR LRP. That stands for a Substance Use Disorder Treatment and Recovery Loan Repayment Program. Use the link in the show notes or visit bhw.hrsa.com. Dot .gov to learn more. That's bhw as in behavioral health workforce. Dot .hrsa. Dot .gov. Applications close July 22nd. All right. Well, thank you and welcome to the Kidney Connection where we once again have the amazing Roberta Lowe as a guest. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm <laughs> awesome. Thank you for asking. And I'm so excited. You know, we were talking before I hit record and I was like, let me hit record because right. <laughs> um, I know a lot of people are like me and want to be a little more plant-based. You know, maybe I don't, I don't want to be vegan. I don't want to be vegetarian or anything like that. I just mm-hmm. want more of a Um, harmony and a balance with my nutritional lifestyle however I sometimes find it difficult to maybe like I like I probably I me personally I feel like I could not go plant-based for a whole day I could do a meal maybe two but I feel like a whole day like I just would feel you know off so I'm excited that uh, we today we'll be talking about um, just how to introduce more plant-based foods into our lifestyles 
without um I don't even know what that feeling is honestly but I'm, I'm interested to know how to do it in a more uh, sustainable way so I'm glad mm-hmm. that you're here and before we get started if you just want to introduce yourself yeah absolutely so I am Roberta Lowe I am a vegan chef a restaurateur I am an author as well as a personal development um, speaker to and I speak to women and children on how to or women and teens excuse me on how to better themselves so that they can get reach their optimum self as far as being able to provide for themselves and be able to make that ripple in time to help others as what they're calling it so that is me kind of in a nutshell. I've been a chef for over 15 years. I've been in the hospitality industry for over 20 years. And I have, I'm an entrepreneur. So I own my own restaurant and catering company here in a Baltimore, Maryland area. And, you know, we're just, just thriving and going. <laughs> I would say so that's pretty much um yeah me in a nutshell great great like I said thanks again um for coming I know I enjoyed the last time we spoke when uh, I think you were talking more about your book um almost plant-based then Mm -hmm. so I am excited to dig into this topic so what would you say um, to someone like me who, like I said before, I would like to introduce maybe more plant-based days into my lifestyle versus maybe just a meal, you know, here and there throughout the week. So how would, or what would be the best way uh, for me to incorporate more plant-based um, foods so that I guess it's not a shock to my system for lack of a better term of whatever I feel. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's actually a good term, uh, a shock to your system, because that's what's actually ultimately happening. So, so to help stop that from happening, it is really something. And I also talk about this in my book, um, Almost Plant-Based, The Seven-Day Jumpstart to Remove Roadblocks. And so it, it really just helps when taking it one step at a time. First of all, really identifying what foods really are holding you holding you down um, in terms of stopping you from or calling your name when you let let go of them, right? And so when you write all of that down, you're not doing any type of changing on your plate yet. You're just identifying what foods you're actually that has a strong hold on you and then identifying what foods you can replace for those and and so just doing that slowly before you even like I said before you even change before you even go to the store and buy new ingredients or products you want to just identify um sorry my alarm's going off you want to just identify what what your plate is already consistent of, what your go-to is all, your go-to meal is already consistent of, uh, what stronghold foods is what that is already consistent of. And then you want to kind of put them into categories or in group them. Um, say that you're very 
heavy meat eaters. So you eat like a steak every other night. And so, and that's like a must, must do for you. So therefore that would be like in a category three, like if you have three, we're going to keep it simple, three categories, one, two, three. Category three is going to be the foods that you actually have that is like a go-to, you must have it, you can't live without it. So, and then category one is more of the simpler foods, you know, that you like, oh, you know what, I don't eat eggs that much. So that can go on category one. Like I have a craving for eggs every so often. So that would be probably in category one. Um, and then if you, or vice versa with fish, because I know fish is very strong and heavy for people that are looking to transition. So setting up that particular outline first, getting it all, dumping it all out your mind, all out your head and putting it down on paper so you can actually see it, bring it into the physical realm, then you'll be able to nail, start putting some actions behind it, come up with a better action plan. And you'll start, what it will also do is it'll start to let the brain recognize that, oh, you're serious about making these changes. And so therefore everything will start to be in line. So that's always the first step. I always start with the mind, the conscious and unconscious mind first, because that's literally where all of our processing is coming from is 90% of unconsciousness we're literally doing it like we're robots but that is something that we have learned and so now we just have to unlearn it and so we can move forward you know unlearn that and learn something new so right. I would say after we actually after you actually finish with that that sheet then I would say definitely go into now we can start changing up what's on our plate and changing up what's on our plate, we'll just start with adding more items. We'll start with adding more vegetables onto our onto our plate, and just making our meat or our you know whatever that that meat or fish type protein air quotes, <laughs> mm -hmm. making that actually not as big of of a portion. You know, um, starting there or subbing, you know, and then taking out, once we start adding more of the vegetables and less of the, the meat or less of the eggs or less of any animal products that we're trying to get rid of, um, we're trying to release ourselves from, I would say, then that's when you'll slowly start again. It's all about making sure you're working your body because like you say, you don't want to shock your body because when mm -hmm. we make a dramatic change, that's when our mind is shocked, our body is shocked and you know, we're not going to laugh, okay? You have to mm -hmm. really think about how how many years it took us to get to this point. Like we've been eating this way for X amount of years. This is not about the change over the course of two or three weeks, especially for foods that are, that have a stronger hold or deeper meaning for you. And so mm -hmm. therefore, um, so you have to think about it in those terms. And then you also have to think about it of not actually, you know, giving up, giving it any means necessary. Like, this is what I'm gonna do. So this is what I'm, this is how I'm gonna go about it. And I'm confident that I know that I can get rid of this food and I can replace it for something more healthier. 
you know, it's, it's the same in our business. I think that a lot of us actually, when it comes to changing our eating habits, we don't think of it in a content context of how we think about um, our going to work or our jobs or our families. You know, if somebody's messing with, I have two sons. So if somebody messing with my sons, oh, we're about to, you know, we're about to go ahead and handle this, you know? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the same, the same initiative need to be um, taken when you're trying to change your habit as far as your eating habit. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely that intentionality and that purpose piece um, really does, like you said, come into play um, Mm -hmm. at this point because, yeah, that subconscious and unconscious mind is something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It'll have your body doing all kinds of things that you don't consciously want to do, but because you do have all of those uh, unconscious and subconscious even if, even when you don't realize it, I know for me, I, so I, um, like, I don't, like, I'm not on medication for anxiety, but I have really, really anxious these past five or six years. I've had really, really anxious moments and really, really anxious spans, um, Mm. of time in my life. And what I realized most recently is, uh, that to, I guess to kind of pacify that, like I pick things to obsess over and I've always mm. been like that. I've always been like that throughout my life, but it, it just like ramped up a lot once the anxiousness came into play. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I obsessed about was food, mm-hmm. not, not like overeating or anything like that. But for me, right. it was like, oh, it's been four hours. I have to eat something or else, or else I'm going to feel bad. And because I told myself that, right. That's what happened. Right. I could be fine. Like if I wasn't thinking about it, I'm out with other people, you know, and it's been six hours. I'm good. Soon as mm-hmm. I set foot in that car by myself or I'm in the house by myself, or I really had it quiets down for me was when it, then I would be like, Oh, I, you know, it, it was almost immediate. I mean, mm-hmm. it was almost immediate. And I realized exactly what you're saying now is that because that's, that's the story that I told myself, that's mm-hmm. the story that I was living. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I was like, girl, you, you fine. Like, and, and the funny thing is I intermittent fast. So I know I can go long periods of time. I don't eat after seven <laughs> at night and I don't eat before 11. Mm-hmm. I eat bef- between 11 and seven. And I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, but you go 16 hours without eating. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me these four hours, like something drastic going to happen to you, but literally I would feel physically bad. My heart rate would go up. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of that was, 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 um, part of the anxiousness, you know what I mean? But heart rate go up, start feeling, you know, not dizzy or lightheaded, foggy, I would say foggy is a better word for it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and all of that. And so I, and I started realizing this, that's why I was really excited, um, to talk to you today because I'm like I would like to do more plant I'm not a big meat eater and I would like mm-hmm. to do more plant-based things but um it was just like it just wasn't working you know what I mean it just wasn't working and I realized that the block was not the food the block was me right <laughs> me that is so, so true <laughs> you know I feel like a lot of the times that's what it is and I don't even think we realize it because mm-hmm. for a long time like that's been going on for a while 
maybe almost two years and I just realized mm. it probably in the past few months honestly like that 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 was what um the problem was and as soon as I you know shifted that and started reframing you know how I saw it and how I thought about it and what I was saying it, mm-hmm. it I mean it was almost like miraculous like it it changed yeah it yeah. changed and it, and it but it affected everything not only did it affect the how I ate but it also affect affected what time I could work out I used to work out on an empty mm-hmm. stomach but I had told myself yeah. like oh well if you feel like that then you can't work out on an empty stomach oh you gotta eat and then you know it's hard mm-hmm. to work out after you ate I don't care what you eat because your body's right. digesting <laughs> your blood's going somewhere else like it's just a situation yes. right yes. <laughs> it's a situation and so it's like it, it, once again I had this four hour window and I'm like so I like to be like two hours out from you know eating because that's when I don't feel mm-hmm. like I don't care if I didn't eat heavy I don't have that fullness feeling you know and I like to do hit I ride my bike you know so I like to do stuff that's like like cardio based or like weights and you just don't want that full mm-hmm. feeling but I found myself being really confined like oh if I wait two hours later then I only got two hours before I'm supposed to eat again like I'm gonna feel like I mean seriously like it was such a situation and um mm-hmm. And I realized when I started talking to, you know, some, some other people, and I think it's different for everyone, but some of the themes are common um, for many people. And so, yeah, you know, I just, just, if you're feeling like that, you're not crazy. (laughs) You just got to figure out what that root cause is and then, you know, work, work around it. You just have to. Right. And I want to, I want to point out two things that you you know, just circle back to two things that you actually mentioned. So as you were speaking, you were talking about how, um, how you do intimate fasting, but Mm -hmm. yet you couldn't go with this four hours. And so in my book, I also touched on, touch on this as well. It's, it's not what necessarily what you put on your plate. It's also the emotions that are connected to your eating you know, mm-hmm. what you're, what you're thinking about. So you're, you're able to focus because you didn't major, cause you know that with intimate fasting, this is the requirement, right? The requirement mm-hmm. is for you not to actually eat X amount of hours. But then when you um, circle back around and your anxiety kicks in, you know, so now your go-to is, what is my, what is something I can do to help seize this anxiety, quote unquote, mm-hmm. for the time mm-hmm. being? And so, so your emotions definitely is, it plays a part in, in your eating as well. And so that's also something that you want to really look at when you're trying to sustain yourself on a plant-based, a plant-based lifestyle. So, so Yeah. And then I forgot the other one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my brain! It fouled it away. It fouled it away. So um, I'll probably probably get back. It'll come back. Yeah, go back, back to it. Yeah, but I did want to point that out that the emotions do play a large role in our eating habits as well. So yeah, it does. It does because I would think. And then it would be like, I need meat or like, I need something, you know, substantial. Like when I would feel like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you really don't, you know, but because that's what I told myself, that's what my body mm-hmm. felt like it needed. Mm-hmm. And so it was just mm-hmm. so, 
um, eye-opening to, to because um, I have this kale salad that I really like to make. I mean, it's like you layer it in a mason jar, you know, make the, make, make everything, make the dressing. Oh, everything. And it's fancy, good. Huh? Yeah. It takes, <laughs> and my son plays lacrosse, a lot of lacrosse, and it's been a lot mm-hmm. of lacrosse this, this season. So, you know, that's eight, right. six, eight hours on the field, hot, you know, mm-hmm. parking, sometimes you're in the middle of nowhere. And then right. and I would find myself bringing all this damn food. Cause I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna feel. And I don't, we're not close to nothing you know I don't want to feel bad while I'm there Mm. and really like I said really this is what um what woke me up like the past few months because I was like are you bringing all of this stuff out here unnecessarily you know because I I ain't even eating it half the time it's just it was just almost like it was there Mm. you know just the fact that it was there um, mm-hmm. you know, made me feel better. Once again, going to this, that whole mindset. He's like, for me, I think most of it yeah. is mindset. You know, most of Absolutely. it is mindset. And so, um, yeah, that's where like it originates said, from. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah, our emotions like originate from our unconscious mind. Like yes. all of that, all of that originates from our unconscious mind. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I feel like, a lot of people who either whether you're trying to be plant-based or not whether you're just trying Mm -hmm. to have a more balanced nutritional lifestyle if Mm -hmm. it it comes down to you know how are you thinking about it how are you dealing with your stress how are you managing your time you know how are you how are you because all of these things are connected how are you linking you know all of these things and it sounds like a lot of work and sometimes depending on how far down a down the rabbit hole you are might be but mm-hmm. they're all connected and if you don't have and I, I mean I don't feel like all of the all of your pieces are ever going to be perfect right but mm-hmm. if you don't have a handle on things and it could be a 10 things for you it could be 100 things for somebody else but if you don't have a handle on things mm-hmm. it's going to be difficult to do much of anything um right everything points back to the mind you know that's the whole mind body um connection that your body is really only going to do what your mind has already made its mind up to do so to do yes (laughs) that's just i I remembered what i wanted to say um as far as um when you were talking about conscious consciousness um about your eating how you came aware of it just these past few months or or so and mm-hmm. so that's exactly how when change starts to happen because we can't change anything that we're not conscious about you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when now that you are aware of what you were doing now I'm sure you have implemented things that you know you're stopping um doing what you used to do when you were just doing it you know automatically right so so that's definitely and this is why I mentioned before to start off with writing it down because now you're bringing it to your conscious mind of the items that have a hold. you're really paying attention to it so that you can Mm -hmm. really make start making be successful at making the change that's pretty much where it starts at so yeah so that was a prime example of that Mm -hmm. absolutely that's self-awareness you you're not doing anything without it (laughs) yeah you I mean and you you might do it but you won't sustain it um right without without that self-awareness piece definitely right right 
Definitely so, not. Yeah. Not so not, you not. can so, go into um mm-hmm. so after actually you know doing those pieces is nail and changing your plate and things like that just like I said just do it slowly um if you're looking to sustain yourself or even add more um plants to to your diet then you know, pick up, pick a day, pick an easy day for you, whereas though mm-hmm. you can actually start incorporating those. Don't pick no hard day where you have to run 20 million places. You have your itinerary is all booked up, you know, because those would be a little bit harder. Those days are the challenging, more challenging than an easy day, whereas though maybe you're lounging around doing some house cleaning or something like that. And so it's not something that, um, you have to really think about, you can focus more on, on incorporating more plant-based on this particular day. So I would definitely say the next phase or the next step after writing it down and after changing, you know, adding more vegetables to your plate and mm-hmm. baking your protein smaller, your portion size smaller, then actually finding nail less incorporate days, whereas though this day where I'm a stick with all plants or something like that. Like I said, a house cleaning day. And then, you know, work your way up because what you're doing now is now you're tricking, well, not necessarily tricking your mind, but you're creating new fouls in your mind whereas though you're winning at something. And we all like to win. And when we win, we repeat all the time. So that gratification is always going to be there. That's always a strong emotion that we want to continue to, you know, to work off of. And so doing the small wins, doing the wins or doing the, um, the plant-based days on the light days will allow us to build up the confidence and build up the, oh, I got this on a heavy day, like a heavy itinerary day. Your agenda is so packed that you, you know, your hair is about to fall out. So, mm-hmm. so those days will allow you to, um, the easy days will allow you to look at the hard days as easy days as well. So that'll be the next step in, in moving into plant-based trying to transition or adding more plants for sustainability. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Cause that's, I think a lot, like you said, a lot of people get started, but it's that whole, how do I keep this up? <laughs> right. Like, how am I supposed to keep this up? Right. I mean, and that's how it is. And it's hard because, you know, you'll find it to be harder because of the simple fact you didn't win enough on the smaller days. So now you're fumbling over the heavy days. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that's what you, so you really want to, you have to build on it. Like I said, you we didn't get here without eating habits overnight and we're not going to transition into a sustainable eating living style that you want to do overnight. So, right. So, yeah. Right. Now that is true. That is definitely true. This has been, um, just even eye opening for me as far as, like I said, I would like to start um, you know, introduce some more plant-based days, but I was like, eh, I don't know, just getting myself together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this has been, this has been helpful for me with, you know, just trying to start, you know, start that process. 
So yeah, so yeah, thank you, good. thank you. So <laughs> tell everyone, um, I think before we end though, you, you did talk a little bit earlier uh, about three tips that can help you change your life. As far as eating or personal development? <laughs> Tips. You pick. You pick. <laughs> well, it's always good for us to work on ourselves, um, and so, so I'll just incorporate because I do personal development. It's also part of changing your eating eating habits, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. just working, just working harder, harder on yourself than um, than expected, right? So, just making sure that. If you're looking to go into, if you're looking to really trying to make an impression, you know, on the world before you leave the world, I would say, um, then just working, working on, working on yourself is the best way to, to leave the, that imprint and everything else will fall in line. And so I, I know for me personally, it's just knowing who who I am, um, being comfortable with who I am, um, mm-hmm. and also changing my eating habits. So I wasn't always vegan, um, but I knew that that would give allow me to have the energy, allow me to have the sharpness in in terms of thinking. Um, so that's definitely something that that allowed that has made an impact on my life. And then also um, really just finding the purpose of what is the reason for all of all of this in terms mm-hmm. of me waking up every day, me uh, working every day. What am I working towards? Who who is this for? So I I like to focus a lot on um, on the women and youth, um, specifically teens. So that's definitely like even with my restaurant, it's I tell them all the time like we stand. If this restaurant isn't here, that means that some single mother is not going to be able to benefit from um from from what i what we're supposed to be offering or some youth is not going to benefit from what we're letting down some youth or we're letting down a single mother because this is the whole purpose of this is this has to be here so that next level can come as far as reaching and teaching so so that's definitely um, what I tell my employees all the time, but the three, the three tips that I would give people, and I would say, um, I'll give three tips for, for just eating healthier would be one, just don't think about it anymore. Just do an action behind it. Um, that would be my first tip because we'll, we'll, break things down so good in our head that we'll end up crippling ourselves. And so therefore, let's not think about it, just do some action behind it. And then we can give it some thought process. Um, so that would be the first tip. The second tip would be start off with 
the transitional foods there's so many products that's that's out here on the Mm -hmm. market um that is similar to the taste the smell the feel uh, well the mouth feel of what you're used to and so that would help definitely your brain and your body to start saying hmm maybe I can do this that that would start building confidence and then of course confidence leads to persistence and Mm -hmm. continuation so which leads to sustainability um but just know that those transitional foods are just what they are they're transitional foods you never want you never want to stay on those foods for long they're literally just to help transition you over to a whole plant that should always be the guide um the guideline that should always be the goal and then the third tip that that i would give is just believing in yourself that you can actually do it and taking no and shoving it out the window not even allowing that to come into your mind saying that oh no i can't do it Mm -hmm. so that would be the third tip as far as eating or changing our eating so we can sustain ourselves on on animal plants on being healthier you know on sustainability for a better life if you so desire I always like to put in if you so desire (laughs) (laughs) like because everybody you know, everybody doesn't want to eat healthy and that's perfectly fine. You know, you, at the end of the day, you really, I think that is more important for you to really enjoy your, enjoy your life and enjoy your time. Then if, if eating healthy is going to stress you out, then that's not, that's not going to help you either. So, you know, everybody isn't looking to eat healthy and that's fine. I like individuals to be the true authentic individual self. But for those who truly desire to eat more healthier, those those are the people that I work with and those are the tips that I can give you right now. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. You know what? Because you're right. You're right. Some people are like, I'm good. And, you know, yeah. So that is yeah. true. That yeah, is true. Live your best life. And, and right. You <laughs> like it. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yes, that was a great, a great um, caveat there. Well, thank you so much for just sharing um, today about how to, uh, adjust your body and how to do, I think how to do it successfully, like how to make, uh, nutritional lifestyle habits and routines normal, mm-hmm. you know, not yeah. just faddish or dietish, but just like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and it's going to take time. Like it yeah. takes time. Like just know that, like you said, know in your mind that it takes time, you know, this week, mm-hmm you might have planned one way it might go another way yeah keep going the next week <laughs> that's right don't give up i mean it. we all fall down we keep getting up you know what i know i listened um to my mentor jim Rohn, and he asked um how how big does a tree grow and he just mentioned it you know the audience was shouting out some 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 rebuttals but then he was like no it keeps on growing until you know forever until it can't grow no more until it gets cut down you know so uh, just just having that non-stop attitude no matter what um is how 
tell you to see that anything like change is not easy. Your body wants you in a safe place in a place that's familiar. Your mind wants mm -hmm. you to stay in a place that's familiar. And so for you to move out that place, you know, it is going to take some type of reworking, rewriting of the brain, refouling of um, files that's in your brain. So mm -hmm. you definitely just want to keep at it. And if your goal is to do it, then you will be successful at it. Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, like I said, thank you so much. Um, and we do have the links. If you want to, uh, is your almost plant-based book still available? Yes, it is. You can get it okay. through Amazon or through my website. Definitely. Well, everything you can go through my website at robertaalo.com and it would take you, it would connect you to um, my book. It'll connect you to our, my restaurant. If you're in Baltimore, Maryland, it'll connect you to our Facebook group. It'll connect you um, everywhere to our podcast and everything. So yeah. All right. Great. Great. So I will add that. That will be on the website. Um, in addition to, um, I have your link tree link as well. Um, your IG and Facebook um, handle to join Almost mm -hmm. Plant-Based. So thank you so much, like I said, for just sharing and um, and just, I, th I think, inspiring those of us who want to have a healthier, you know, plant-based nutrition in, in our, into our um, lifestyle, but just don't know how to, you know, do it in a, in a sustainable way. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Of course. <laughs> yes, it is. I appreciate you. Yes. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Please be sure to share this broadcast with family, friends, or anyone that you think could benefit from it. Also, share your takeaways from this show on your IG stories. Don't forget, use the hashtag LWAP. Check out the show notes for the resources and references talked about in this episode at www.lwapllc.com slash blog. Thanks again. Talk to you next time.